the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. I am so happy to be with you today. I didn't get much sleep last night, and my nose started running, so I have a feeling I might be coming down with something. But that's okay. You know, we take the vitamins. We do whatever we can to, uh, you know, have the fight be fought and the battle be won. Uh, which it already has been, according to the Lord. But we still have to face the day-to-days, don't we? We still have to face what comes our way. But being empowered and being full of what God has for us is so important to fight that fight. And a big part of that is, number one, being in His Word. And number two is to store up words, to understand who you are in Christ and understand what he says about us, which if you're not sure what that is, you can go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com, almost a song. And go there, would you? And when you go there, there are three pages of I am's, which is what Christ says about you. We can get so caught up in what people say about us and words can really harm and they can also really incentivize and encourage And we each have a part to play in that. But what I would say to you right now is if you go to SueFreeSpellLikeFriesOneWord.com and download the three pages of I Am's, your life will change. You will change because you're going to understand and have a new belief as to who you are, who you really are. I can remember a long time ago in my room, I had an upstairs room and I cried out to God and I just said, Why am I here? It's got to be more than what I'm doing right now, Lord. Why am I here? And, you know, it took a little while for me to understand, and I'm still trying to figure it all out. And I'm glad that uh, God isn't done with me yet. And he's not done with you either, because this life is a journey. So today, uh, you know, I want to finish up last week's program, because I got cut short. It was so good. And it was on words. It's on our words and how our words can empower and strengthen. But they also can cut like a knife and they can just make us feel like we're worthless, that we have no meaning in this world. I was there. I know what that feels like firsthand. And I can tell you that it is not fun. And the devil wants to get a hold of us. He wants to get a hold of us and steal, kill, and destroy. And he he doesn't do it quickly. He does it in little tiny stages. It doesn't come. If it came really fast and hard, we'd be able to guard that because we would see it so readily. But he doesn't do things that way normally. And those that are doing well are the ones that he goes after. So if you are going through a battle, just understand that there's something you're doing right. And you're doing something for the Lord and the devil's not liking it. 
And so we just have to spit on him and tell him he's defeated because he is. And we are victorious in Jesus' name. And we have to use Jesus' name because that's where the power is. So if you're not sure about that, that is true. And if you want to know more about that, just open up your Bible and start reading. So I'm going to finish up last week's uh, program on words. Just I uh, have a few more uh, points to make. And then the Lord uh, put on my heart that today's topic is going to be on wisdom. And wisdom, I, I started thinking, you know, how would I describe what wisdom is? Wisdom. How do we get wisdom? I was just asked to do the cover of a magazine, and it just came out, and it, it, it turned out really nicely. And the, the copy, the, the front page says, Wealth, Wisdom, and Well-Being. And those three things are very, very important, aren't they? And I was chosen to be the wisdom, and I'm like, me? <laughs> me? Little old me? Wow. Okay. So what does that mean exactly? And, and why was I chosen to be the wisdom? And all I could come up with was my, my love for the Lord and my heart is with the Lord and that my wisdom and my strength comes from my relationship with him. And so if you're not sure where you are, if you're not sure and you don't feel strong right now and you feel beat up, I understand and believe me, I've been there. And where you can get your strength is from the Lord. Create a relationship with him. He's right there. The only one that moves away is us. We move away. And so we need to just draw near. And how you do that is by taking time, spending time, and reading his word, which is the Bible. So I'm going to keep going with this. Learn the person's needs by listening. That is so good. And I'm going to read what this says. It says, we've all had the frustrating experience of trying to talk to someone who wasn't really listening. Perhaps the person offered a pat solution to your problem, but it was useless advice because you felt that he didn't or she didn't really hear what you need, your need was. You've got to listen to discern what the other person's needs are. This is especially true when the other person is upset with you or criticizes you unfairly. You'll be tempted to reciprocate by tearing into him. But whether the other person's comments are inaccurate or not, that person has a need, and your words could either be like sword thrusts or like a scalpel that brings healing. That's Proverbs 12.18. Coupled with listening is learn the person's needs by asking questions. We can't assume that we know. And sometimes listening, it's between the lines. It's the body language. It's not really the words that are spoken. It could even be the tone or the breaking up of the voice in the throat that gets you a hint that there's so much more than the words that are coming out of the person's mouth, right? So we have to really ask questions to dig deeper. That's not always comfortable, is it? But it's a necessary thing to do if we really, really desire and have a heart to understand the other person. Proverbs 18.13 states, He who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. To listen well, you've got to ask clarifying questions so that you really understand the other person. You can ask, Are you saying... dot, 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 and repeat back what you hear the person saying to find out if you're hearing correctly. Now, I've taken a lot of sales courses, and I've had a lot of marriage counseling. And I can tell you that they call this mirroring. 
And it just means that you're repeating back what you heard or you thought you heard the other person say. Because sometimes our own experience can get in the way. Because in the middle of whatever's being said, we are dialing into maybe an experience from the past or a story from before. And so, so we have to stay present and ask the question and then repeat back what we think we heard. Learn the person's needs by picking up nonverbal clues, the body language. This is part of listening well, because much of communication is nonverbal. You can say, I can see that you're really upset. I'd like to understand what is wrong and help if I can. But you won't build up the other person unless you are sensitive to his or her needs. To build up others, give them grace. You know, an interesting story just happened right before I came in here to do this show. I have a gentleman that's worked with me for quite a while now, and he used to be one of my star inspectors. And then things happened. Life happened. And he actually had four deaths within four months. And these are close people, relationships that are really near and dear to his heart. And so for the last four months, Ecola has just given grace and understood his situation and been there to support, to encourage, and to give him a little bit of his space. Luckily, the time frame was good for Ecola because the winter time is kind of downtime, and so we filled in the gaps. We could. But I just had a conversation. He, he showed his face today, and I said, hey, can I have a minute with you? And he said, yes. So I brought him into my office. We shut the door, and I let him talk. I let him explain what's going on. I let him... You know, let his heart be out. And, uh, you know, I, I listened, I asked questions, and then I told him what I needed to tell him was that Ecola was giving him grace. But I know he's an all time all star, and that it's time to get back up, get back on, and show everybody what you got. He got a big grin. You know, before that, he was very emotional and he was, he was really feeling it, what was going on with him. But time does heal, it does. And I just told him he needs, you know, I said, what do you need? Do you need a a slap upside the head? And I was kidding. Uh, But, you know, what do you need in order to be encouraged to show everybody what you've got? Because I'm here. I believe in you. And now you got to just prove it. You got you got to show me because I know you can do this. And he smiled and he chuckled and he goes, you are so right. And I needed this talk. And thank you for the grace. And I'll show you what I got. So that was a really good conversation that I had. And I wanted to understand, although I already think I did because I've had loss, quite a bit of loss, close people to me. And I can tell you that it's not easy. And if those of you that are, that are dealing with that right now, I'm so sorry. And all I can say to you is it's not easy. And time does heal. And that everybody has to go through the seven stages of loss and grief in their own time and in their own way. Don't let anybody pressure you. And I did a podcast. I did a radio show on this exact subject. And if you go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com, go there, look at the subject matters of the podcast for eight years, and you will find this subject matter so that you will be able to understand what's going on. Because sometimes we just don't understand and we get isolated. We feel isolated because we feel like nobody can understand what we're going through. And then you realize there are other people that are going through similar things as you. And it doesn't make it easier But somehow it just feels more comfortable to know that there's somebody else that can understand and relate to maybe a little bit about what you're going through. 
So just understand that you will get through this. You will get through this. If you're tuning in right now, I just thank you so much for doing so. And this is the Sue Freeze, Belt Like Fries, Sue Freeze Show. And we've been doing this show for over eight years. I have a TV show now. Who would have thought? Not me. LA36. Just check it out if you can, okay? And this this live chat thing that I'm doing right now on Facebook is new. And, uh, you know, there's people that I've been asking to listen to my show and they just have not. And now all of a sudden, because I'm doing this, they're listening. And I'm so grateful. (laughs) And I'm humbled. I'm so humbled to be in the position I'm in to be able to talk to you right now. And what I believe, and I'm getting a little bit of shaky in my throat, which means emotions are coming, so just beware. But the thing that happens is is that I realize that everything that's happened in my life, we all have a story, and I know that. And some of you have stories that are so much worse than mine. But when we go through these things, I believe it's preparation for the next assignment. And no matter what we're going through, I just I just took a picture of a rainbow that happened after this big rain at my house uh, on the lake, and it was a double rainbow. I've never seen a double rainbow. So I posted it on Facebook, and it reminded me that, you know, we do have storms. We do have cloudy, stormy, gray, cold times in our lives, but we also have those sunny days with the bright rainbow. And so we just have to hang on, learn the lessons, and hopefully we can share those lessons with other people and not hold them to ourselves. Because by not sharing and not being, um, what's the word, just, um, I can't think of the word right now. It's, it's building that intimacy because you're transparent. It's when you uh, allow your feelings to be out there and your pain and your hurt to be out there so that other people can maybe get in touch with you, that you're reachable, that you're approachable. And that you're somebody that maybe, gosh, maybe she could understand. But you know what? Even if I don't understand, I know someone that does. And that is my Heavenly Father. And He wants you. He wants all of you. He wants to be first and foremost in your life. So if, you know, if you're interested, this person I talked to, he's not sure. He doesn't know. And uh, what's interesting about that is planting those seeds, you never know, right? You just plant the seed and say, he's waiting for you. And you never know when that's going to come to fruition. But we're called to do our part in uh, helping other people understand his love, his unfailing love, his unconditional love. I didn't have a great relationship with my father. So for me, it was very difficult to understand this love. It was just difficult. And maybe some of you can relate to that. I don't know why I even said that. But I said it because somebody needed to hear it. So learn the person's needs by picking up nonverbal clues. That's where we left off. Build others up. Give them grace. Paul says, so that it will give grace to those who hear. If you are at odds with anyone, perhaps because he or she has wronged you, you'll be inclined to think, but this person doesn't deserve words that build him up. He deserves to be put down. But grace is undeserved favor. Grace extends to others what God has extended to you. It also extends to others what you need in return from others because you often fall short and fail them. So although it may be true that the other person does not deserve kind words that build him up, give him such words anyway. When God took on human flesh in the person of Jesus, John 1.14 says, 
and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is full of grace and truth. As those who have put on the new man created in righteousness and holiness of the truth, Ephesians 4.24, we should make sure that our words and actions are full of grace and truth. When Marla and I were raising our children, this is from a book, I used to say to her, if we have to err in relating to our kids, let's err on the side of grace, not of being overly strict. Is that a message for a parent out there? Maybe. You know, I always say that when we keep in mind our goal as a parent, and the goal is is to train our children up in the way they shall go so they will not depart from it. And even if they do depart, they depart for a time and then they come back. We have to believe that. There's parents out there that are struggling so hard in this area. And all I can say is, is just stay on that path of belief because God says that if we train them up, they'll, they won't depart. They won't leave forever. They'll, they might leave for a time. And then all of a sudden, you know, you as a parent will be smart again. It's usually when you become a grandparent, you know, that's when it happens. But I'm looking forward to those days. Anyway, so we want to train our kids in the way they shall go, but we also want to train them how to be good, responsible, God-loving adults. And we want to give them the tools to be independent of us. And that's not easy sometimes because we all want to be needed, don't we? But the thing is, is that we want to create responsible adults. What does that look like? I think you know. And so if we keep that focus on what's important, it's going to help us when we have decisions to make. Matthew six nineteen twenty one: Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is Matthew six nineteen twenty one, and I had this in my folder of things that I wanted to discuss today, and it's interesting because I have a lot of theft going on, and those that have followed me for a while understand it's been going on for about two years now. Somebody is getting into my home, and somebody is getting into my business and stealing quite a bit of wonderful, expensive material things from me, emotional connections, uh, you know, even my wedding ring. Uh, but, you know, I, I think about that, and I think about what this is saying right here is that it is all material things. It's just material things. And that I need to store up my treasures in heaven. So when I put that in a perspective, it doesn't make me less angrier that I don't want justice served. Don't get me wrong. I want justice served. I want to find these people or this person. We better not let him alone with me. I just tell you. I'm just, I'm so angry over it. I can't even tell you. And no, I've not forgiven him yet. Okay. That's in the future, I think. Uh in this world, you will have trouble, John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. That's really good to know, isn't it? So Matthew five thirteen sixteen. you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You, my friend, you, my friend, are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. 
You know, my prayer almost daily is for me to be the light in the darkness. What is your prayer? What is it that you ask the Lord to guide you with? What are you asking the Lord? Are you asking the Lord? Are you asking the Lord anything? Do you have a relationship? That's a good start. Just saying. But what are you praying for? What are you about? What's important to you? What are your priorities? It's so hard to stay on the straight and narrow sometimes, but when we understand the Lord's will for our lives and our purpose here on this earth, it really helps us to stay focused on what it is he wants for our lives. I had a meeting with my, uh, one of my managers recently, and he came into my office and he says, you know, I really feel like I have an uphill battle. And I said, why? And he says, because I feel like I'm having to fight all of the past hurts and pains that you've had with past managers that you've had. And I thought about that for a second, and I want you to think about that for a second. Think about all the times where somebody has done something not exactly right to you, where you put your hand on the fire, and then you go to put your hand on the fire again, and because it hurt the first time, you might hesitate and maybe just learn your lesson and not put it there anymore. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so... For me, when I heard him say this, I was saying, that is absolutely true for all of us, isn't it? Isn't it? The truth for all of us is that when we trust and the trust is broken, don't we become more cautious the next time around? And I would say, yes, for me, it is definitely, I am more cautious. I'm paying attention more. And I'm going, that happened then. And I'm not blaming another person for another person. I'm just saying that, what part did I play in that? Was I as wise as I need to be? Or where is the discernment? Where's the wisdom in bringing people into my circle? And it's important for each one of us to understand that, to understand that wisdom comes from learning from our past. That's part of wisdom. Another part of wisdom is understanding who we are in Christ. That's wise that we're victorious, we're not defeated. There's wisdom in that. And that can really give us strength when we're feeling very weak. We get wisdom from reading his word because he really, really helps us. He directs us. Proverbs, the whole book of Proverbs, 1 through 31, gives you a proverb for each day of the month, except for February. Okay, you you, you get what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying? It's like one per day for the entire month, you've got a proverb, which is something to guide you in your decision-making power of what you're doing every minute of every day, right? Because we make choices. We have decisions every minute of every day. Man, I am really excited because I am uh, live on Facebook right now, and there are a lot of people that are listening. And up till now, I have to tell you that I've done this show for eight and a half years, and the difficult part for me is that I'm talking to this mic, and I cannot see my audience. And I rely on the Holy Spirit to give me uh, people's faces and the heart of people, like where they are. And I I, I have to tell you that the Holy Spirit will give me uh, pain, which helps me deliver a message maybe a little different, because I feel something. There's something there, and it's not always my own. It's empathy for maybe someone else. But to be able to be live now and see that people are listening and watching, 
uh, really helps me connect better. So stick with me through this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. Ah, this is the life, honey. A little rain, a little sun. And a delicious house to eat. Yeah, I love the taste of pine. Oh, Joey, is there anything better than being a termite? There is. Being a homeowner without termites like you. Hi, I'm Susan Freeze, owner of E. Termite Services, California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, your home. Chances are, they've already moved in. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising their kids. Thousands of hungry kids. We'll get rid of your unwelcome house guests quickly and conveniently. We use microwave, electric gun, and the E. heat process that effectively kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenting. Call us at 1-800-332-BUGS. Joey, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, shocking too. Mother was right. You're a lousy provider. Oh. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about our lifetime renewable warranty. Call 1-800-332-BUGS. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the show today. I am so uh, thankful. And if you're just tuning in now, this you're coming in at the halfway mark. And uh, E. coli Termite and Pest Management Services, thank you so much for, for sponsoring the show. And if you know of anybody that might want to sponsor, just uh, give me a holler or connect with me on the SueFreeze.com site. And we can connect there. I wish you would. And uh, thank you to everybody that is connected with me when I talked about the lunch with Susie or the dinner with Susie. And that is coming together greatly. And I'm looking forward to meeting with each and every one of you. I'm having uh, different ones in different locations. And we're putting that all together right now. Probably the first one's going to be at Gulliver's in Orange County. We're going to do one in San Diego looking for a restaurant. If anybody knows of a restaurant that has a private room for about 20 people, I want to keep it intimate. Uh, and so we can just have like a time together, a two-hour meal where we can talk and get to know one another. I just, I'm really looking forward to it. And then, uh, yeah, but Gulliver's, I think we're almost full. I think I have seven uh, people that signed up the first day, and then I had four more that signed up. And, and so I'm very excited about that. Uh, so sign up with me. And uh, I mentioned about the SueFreeze.com site. Go there. There is the TV shows. There's dance tips. There's actually even opportunities for you to make extra money if you need to. 
or just get in touch with the products that I endorse. I have quite a few products that I'm endorsing because they're things that I use on an everyday, every week, year-to-year basis. And I believe in them. And, and, you know, because I believe in them, I want to share them with you. It's not about sales. I'm not into the sales part. I'm into the sharing. And, you know, when you find – when you go to a good movie and you see a good movie, don't you want to tell other people about the good movie? It's like that. I just want to share. I want to share the products that have helped me to stay healthy and just make me feel better and, you know, from makeup to, uh, you know, just all kinds of products. So just go on there and check it out, would you? Just go there and check it out. Do it when you have a little time, though, because there's a lot going on there, and I've spent quite a bit of time and money on that on that website. And if you need termite or pest control work, you know, you know where to find me, thetermitelady.com. You just want to, you know, get, a, get in touch with us and let us take care of you. And we service from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles, San Luis Obispo. And San Diegans, I just have to say thank you so much for tuning in. And Venturians, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm just amazed that people all over the world are tuning in. And I think it's just such a great thing. So wisdom. I talked about it a little bit before the break, and I'm going to talk about it again. Wisdom. What is it? So I looked it up. And, it's, and the noun is the quality or state of being wise. Okay. Knowledge of what is true or right, coupled with just judgment as to action, discernment, or insight. Okay, that's good. That's really good. So when I'm looking at that and I'm saying knowledge, okay, how do we get knowledge? It's not all book smart, is it? Knowledge doesn't always come from books. It comes from experience also, doesn't it? And I'm, I'm more of the school of hard knocks, you know, the knowledge of what we learn as we go through day to day on being a parent being a friend, you know, being a boss, uh, you know, in all these areas, being a business owner, it's not easy. You know, any one of these tasks is enough to just worry out. But you know what? Um, An author, okay? I mean, all of these things, a radio show host, a TV host, okay? When I look at all those things, I'm thinking, wow, how did I end up here? How did I end up here? And what I can say to you is what I said during the first session is that I believe that the things that have happened and things that have gone on because of my attitude determines your altitude, but because of my attitude looking for the good, looking for um, what to learn out of it. There's so many times where I could have taken the mental attitude of being defeated. There's so many times where I could have said I'm a victim, but I am not, and neither are you. You're not a victim. And you're not defeated because Jesus says we're victorious in Jesus' name. And you need to say it over and over again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? I do. I believe that. I believe what God says. It's never changing. His word never changes. It's always there. And that stable force is comforting to me. And it's secure to me. Scholarly knowledge or learning, the wisdom of the schools, wise sayings or teachings, precepts, a wise act or saying. That's what it says for wisdom. God gave you a brain. God gave me a brain. He gave us freedom of choice. If he hadn't done that, we would all be robots. In my business with my employees, I have 85 and I need 21 more if you know anybody. Career, not job. But with the 85 employees, I tell them, I want to know what, what turns you on. Where is your passion? What's the fire in your, your gut? What is it that makes you tick? What is it that makes you want to do it? Because when you have that, it's, it's, 
it's just a engine that keeps on going. And even if you fall down, you're not going to stay down. You're going to get back up. Because God created you for a specific purpose. Do you believe that? And if you believe that, do you know what your purpose is? Reading the IMs on the Sufree site will help you with that. Another thing that will help you with that is understanding what you're good at. I've done multiple, multiple personality tests and business aptitude tests and things like that. Because I'm always curious about, when I answer these questions, what's the result going to be? Are you like that too? (laughs) So what I found out about myself is I'm a salesperson and I'm a driver. Why? I don't know. Do you know what, what you are? Do you know what makes you tick? Do you understand the purpose in your life? Are you searching for it? Do you want to know? Do you have a desire to know what that is? Because if God didn't give us freedom of choice, then we'd be a lot more alike and a lot less unique. But each one of us is like a snowflake. Do you know there's not two snowflakes that are alike? They're all different. It's kind of amazing when you see how much snow there is on the ground that every single one of those little tiny specks, that little tiny snowflake, that there's none of them that are exactly the same. And when you think about that, does it not make you feel special? Does it not make you feel special? Because you are. You're very special. And in that specialness, he wants you to do something. He's created you to do something. I was on a mission. I can remember being upstairs again and crying out to God again, saying, why am I here? What do you want? I know it's more than cleaning on Saturdays and more than taking care of my little sister and going to school and getting good grades and being in gymnastics. I know it's more than all of that. So God, what is it? What do you want from me? Why did you, why did you make me? Why did you create me? That's a big question for a little person. And even today I'm asking because I want to make sure that I am doing anything and everything and all thing that he has created me to do. I want to not fall short. I want to do everything I want to achieve. I want to achieve better each day. Strive for excellence each day. And I'm saying I, I, I because I'm coming from me. But you need to do an assessment. You don't need to. You could turn my show off right now. That's fine. Uh, But if you are interested, if you desire to grow in the Lord or just to understand more about who you are, you know, dive in. Dive in and do assessments. Dive in and just read the Bible. Figure out what it is. Read the IMs. If you have questions, go to somebody and, and have those questions answered. Because we need to ask questions. Jesus said, have, have people come to me like children. Why? Because children always ask, why? You realize that, right? Why? Why? Come to bed now. Why? You can't have that ice cream. Why? Constantly, why? And if us, those that are parents, understand and are laughing right now because it is exactly that. Why? I get so tired. It's like you can push a button. Why? Why? But then they grow up, and then they get kids, and their kids are asking why. And then they realize, oh, my gosh, did I put you through that, Mom? Yep, you did. It's wonderful, though. Did you know that God is powerful and merciful? Did you know that? 
And in his powerful and mercifulness, he's asking for us to understand that we are right alongside him, that we are powerful also. We're powerful because we have a choice to be powerful. We have a choice of being merciful. I do want justice served in my situation. I do. Because, you know, a wrong is a wrong. What does that look like? I have no idea. You know, everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own story. And I'm very interested in understanding your story and learning about your story. So if you feel you have a story, which you do, that you feel could help other people, then what I would really like for you to do is connect with me and ask to be on my show to tell your story. And when guests come on my show, the one question I ask, and I ask this every day to the people that work with me, what's the main objective today? What is it that you want to get across today? What is it you want to accomplish today? And on the show, you know, if you have one minute where you can talk to, let's say, millions of people, what would be the message that would come from your heart? What would be that message? And for me, I have this time on this mic and in front of the video here weekly. Well, the video now, it's open to anybody anytime. It's pretty nice. It's pretty crazy. What would be the message? For me, the message is to understand who you are in Christ. The message is that he loves you with all his heart. He loved you enough to sacrifice his only son. And as a parent, you understand just what a sacrifice that is. The message would be that no matter what is going on, the sun comes up new every morning. I've had very dark days. I've had days where I've been in a fetal position on, in the shower, crying out to God because I didn't know how I was going to make it another minute. I just didn't feel like I, I could make it. My kids needed me, and I just felt like I was not strong enough anymore. And here I am now talking about it, and I'm not even getting choked up. That's huge. That's huge. You're listening to The Sue Free Show, KKLA 99.5, and it's a great station. And The Word in Ventura, KPRZ in San Diego, pretty amazing. And I'd really like to join with you guys for lunch or for dinner, so connect with me on The Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com, site. So I'm going to read this Right here, it says, In praise of wisdom, all wisdom comes from the Lord, and wisdom is with him forever. Who can count raindrops or the sand along the shore? Who can count the days of eternity? How high is the sky? How wide is the earth? How deep is the ocean? How profound is wisdom? Can anyone find answers to these questions? Wisdom was created before anything else. Understanding has always existed. Has anyone ever been shown where wisdom originates? Does anyone understand her subtle cleverness? There's only one who is wise, and we must stand in awe before his throne. The Lord himself created wisdom. He saw her and recognized her value, and so he filled everything he made with wisdom. He gave some measure of wisdom to everyone, but poured her out on those who love him. 
If you fear the Lord, honor and pride will be yours. You will be crowned with happiness and joy. I'd like that. How about you? I already have that. I'm so blessed. To honor the Lord is a heartfelt delight. It will give you a long and happy life. And at the end of your days, all will go well for you. God will bless you on the day of your death. To fear the Lord is the first step to wisdom. Wisdom is given to the faithful in their mother's wombs. She has lived with us from ancient times and generations to come. We'll rely on her. To fear the Lord is wisdom at her fullest. She satisfies us completely with her gifts and fills our homes and our barns with all that our hearts can desire. To fear the Lord is the flower of wisdom that blossoms with peace and good health. She sends knowledge and understanding like the rain and increases the honor of those who receive her. To fear the Lord is the root of wisdom. Her branches are long life. Self-control, there is no excuse for unjustified anger. It can bring about your downfall. Wait and be patient, and later you will be glad you did. Keep quiet until the right time to speak, and you will gain a reputation for good sense. Wisdom and reverence for God. Wisdom has a treasury of wise sayings, but sinners have nothing but contempt for godliness. If you want to be wise, keep the Lord's commands, and he will give you wisdom in abundance. Not a little. But in abundance, fearing the Lord is wisdom and an education in itself. It is pleased by loyalty and humility. Be faithful in the patience of your religion. When you worship the Lord, do it with all your heart. Be careful about what you say and don't be a hypocrite. Don't be arrogant. You may suffer a fall and be disgraced. The Lord will reveal your secrets and humble you in front of everyone in the synagogue because you did not come there with reverence for the Lord, but with a heart full of hypocrisy. God is aware of what you say. See, that's why I put these two together, because last week it was on our words, and, and this week is on wisdom. So they go together, don't they? They are, they are hand in hand. Wisdom is a spirit that is friendly to people, but she will not forgive anyone who speaks against God, for God knows our feelings and thoughts and hears our every word. Since the Lord's Spirit fills the entire world and holds everything in it together— She knows every word that people say. No one who speaks wickedly will escape notice. Sooner or later, he will receive just punishment. The intentions of ungodly people will be closely examined. Their words will be reported to the Lord, and then they will get the punishment that their wickedness deserves. I don't wish pain on anybody, but I'll tell you what, it's right there. God will tolerate no challenge, and since he hears everything, you cannot hide your complaining from him. So be sure that you do not go around complaining. It does no good. And don't engage in bitter talk. The most secret things you say will have their consequences, and lying will destroy your soul. That reminds me of something in the workplace is, uh, you know, going around complaining two things. One thing is, is I tell my staff, everybody, If you have a problem, come to me with your problem, but also come with a solution. Because that helps me and and it shows me that you've cared enough to think about it yourself. And, you know, two heads are always better than one, right? And the other thing I say to people is go to the person that can do something about it. So in anything in life, if you have an issue, don't just talk to talk. 
don't spread gossip because that's what it is. What you need to do is figure out who can actually fix this problem and go to that person and get it resolved. That's a healthy, mature person. That is a person that is wise. And so if you want to be wise, that's what you need to do. Do we fall short of that? Yes. Do we ask apology? Do we ask for forgiveness? I hope so. I hope we do. Because we will fall short of the glory of God. We do. I don't have holes in my hands, and I don't think you have holes in yours. So we just have to keep on keeping on and understand that life is a journey and that we are going to fail, and it's okay. As long as we accept responsibility for our actions, ask forgiveness when needed, learn from it, and don't have it repeat itself over and over and over again, because then you really didn't learn your lesson, did you? Wicked thinking. Do I really want to even go there? Wicked people are wrong when they say to themselves, our life is short and full of sorrow. When its end comes, there is no escape. No one has ever been known to come back from the world of the dead. We were born by chance, and after life is over, we will be as if we had never been born at all. Our breath is no more than a puff of smoke. Our mind is nothing more than a spark thrown off by the beating of our heart. I could keep going on, but it bothers me to even talk like this. (laughs) But this is wicked thinking. It's wicked thinking to think like this. In time, no one will remember anything we ever did, and even our names will be forgotten. I hope not. I want to make a difference in this world. Do you? I want to make my life here on this earth count. I want to make it count for something. And yeah, sometimes they might not remember the name, but they're going to remember something. Maybe it was a kind gesture. Maybe it was that seed that we planted. I don't know. It could be the simplest of things like a smile, a hug, whatever it is. I hope that I touch every person I come in contact with in a positive way. And if that's the goal to be the light in the darkness, then that's our goal. And the only way to accomplish that is by being focused on that every minute of every day. And no matter what is coming our way, no matter what is beating us up, believe me, I have a lot of things coming at me. Running a business is not easy. Having a radio show is not easy. Being in relationships, not easy. But you know what? I have God on my side, and that's my strength. And I say that not because I'm all that. I'm not all that. And I'm not weak because I need God in my life. Some people think that. Some people think Christians are weak because they need God in their lives. I don't think that at all. I think I'm strengthened, and I think that I'm more grounded because I have my faith. And my faith keeps me strong. The waving of the wind, the tree branches that, you know, the, the root, the tree that is firmly planted, the roots are dig, dug deep into. That's a firm foundation. And in, in, in life, that firm foundation keeps us from getting knocked over in the wind. It's what keeps us grounded. My new employees, I tell my key staff, this onboarding, this two weeks that we have of training, I want each one of you to touch them. It's an emotional connection, but it's also, it's just, it's being aware that they're there and that they matter. And we need to let them know. Every single employee needs to know that they matter to E.C.O.L.A., they matter to our E.C.O.L.A. customers, and they matter to us. Because, you know, when we are all pulling together for a common good, it creates a burden that is light for everyone. And I've heard, you know, being in sports, being competitive, which I am, so is my daughter, so is my son. We all are. We play cards, and we're very competitive. It's so much fun. I love it. 
I, I, I forgot my point there. That's so funny. All I know is, is that we stand together and we are, we're firm in our foundation so that when my employees come, that's what it was, when my employees come to our office, I want them to understand that they matter, they're important, that we care, and that we're going to help them get where they want to go. Whatever they were created to do, whatever their purpose is, once we understand what that is, then we can help each other get to where we're going. And there, there's so many times that things are win-wins. And we, if we don't see it, then it's hard to make it happen. But if we're looking for that by listening carefully, repeating back, kind of summarizing the show, speaking words of encouragement, uh, building each other up. It's so tough when we have a bad situation or a tough situation, right? When you have a tough conversation that you have to have. I'm going to probably end with this, is that those fierce conversations, there's a book out there by Susan Scott. And if you have not read this book, it is such a great book. And also there's a podcast, probably two or three podcasts on fierce conversations that I've had over the years. So you could look it up there too, and I hope you do. Please connect with me, would you? Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word.com. Tell me you want to go to lunch with me. Tell me you want to go to dinner with me. Tell me that you wish I would do this different or better or whatever. Just connect with me, would you? I want to hear from you. And that's the end of the show. And I am so sorry it's over, but I've really enjoyed our time together. So God bless you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day, okay? God bless. Bye-bye. Ah, it's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>